Hey guys, I want to tell you about my brand new course called Manifesting and the Moon. I'm so excited about this. This course invites you to supercharge the divine energy of the moon to magnify your intentions, release sabotaging beliefs, and amplify your manifestations. So you can leverage the powerful influence of either the new or the full moon with two magnetic rituals, and also to create the sacred space that you need to ask the universe for what you really want. So go and check it out at sarahprout.com forward slash moon. That's sarahprout.com forward slash moon. And I can't wait for you to join me for manifesting and the moon. Welcome to the Sarah Prout Podcast. This show will help you to close the gap between intention to manifestation. So if you want to attract more abundance, more joy, more love, more wellness, or whatever it is that your heart desires, this is the show for you. Each week, I'll share with you an inspired interview, perhaps even a stream of consciousness, or tips and ideas and rituals to help you to get into the right frame of mind to live with more intention. So are you ready? Let's get started. Hello there. Welcome back to the show. It's so great to be here with you. You may have noticed that the name of the show has changed. It used to be Journey to Manifesting, and now it is the Sarah Prout Podcast. And the reason for this is because I did a call out a couple of shows back actually to say, hey, you guys, send me a message or tag me on social media telling me what you think I should do. Should I change it or should I keep it the same? And there was a resounding energy of moving forward with branding it under my own name because my books, my courses, the things that I do are all under the umbrella of sarahprout.com. So I talk about also a lot more than just manifesting, of course. So of course I talk about law of attraction, spirituality, and all those good things. But I also talk a lot about emotional empowerment and intuition. And I didn't think that manifesting is really the, the right umbrella, even though this show is for those of you that want to attract more abundance, more joy, or whatever it is that your heart desires into your life. So I guess what I'm saying here, actually, there's no guessing. What I'm saying here is thank you for being here. <laughs> this show has been running now for three years. We just hit the three year milestone with close to two and a half million downloads from listeners all over the world. So if you are one of those people that have left me a review on whichever podcasting platform you like the best, thank you so much. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to read out the review of the week and I just want to say that I read every single review and when I do that I send back the energy of love and of gratitude and of appreciation. So this week we have a review from where is it? I'm just getting it up on my computer from White Coop or Co-op. <laughs> Sorry. And the title of the review is Wow, I feel so light after each episode. Thank you so much, Sarah. I am very early on in my journey to manifesting and daily affirmations, but I already feel so much lighter and free from my anxiety. So excited for the future of catching up on all of your episodes and listening to new ones as they released. 
Uh, so thank you so much for that white co-op. And then the second one, I'll do two today because they're so good and I haven't really um, given these these uh, reviews the attention that they deserve right now. And it's my way of connecting with you guys as well. So if you hear your name, it's like, yay. <laughs> so this one is titled A Daily Must by C.A. Artist. I first discovered Sarah Prout after searching for manifesting podcasts. The moment I heard her kind, calming voice, oh, thank you, <laughs> I knew I'd found someone who speaks to my heart. After signing up for the Manifesting Academy, I also discovered her wonderful guided meditations and have listened to them every day for three months. They calm my nerves during these uncertain times and are a central part of my well-being, beyond grateful for her and everything she does. So thank you so much for that beautiful review. It really does mean the world to me. Okay, so I'm going to dive into today's topic today, which is how to alchemize your emotions in uncertain times. Now, I probably don't need to point it out to anybody that this year has been incredibly challenging for so many of you out there. I've been paying attention to the comments in my various communities, such as the Manifesting Academy community and my Journey to Manifesting community on Facebook, and people are facing different variations of struggle right now, from the US election and not knowing the direction that's going to go in, to not knowing when a new job opportunity is going to come along, or when we will see an end to this pandemic. So the word that I've been hearing a lot is pivot, pivot here, pivot there. There's a lot of talk in business communities on how to make the pivot. But what I really want to remind you of, especially in these times, is how to alchemize your emotions to make peace with uncertainty, because that's really the only way through this experience. Because one thing is for sure, this time in your life is one that is training you to be stronger, to be more flexible, to be more resilient um, with the varying different emotions. And I, I list these out in my book, which is called Dear Universe. It's got 200 mini meditations for instant manifestations. And the first part of the book is all about how to work with the law of attraction. And then it moves into fear-based emotions. And there are a hundred listed, such as I'm feeling anxious or uncertain, or I'm feeling fearful. And so many, so many people right now are turning to that book to help them guide through those emotions because you don't want to sweep them under the rug. You don't want to pretend that they're not there. You actually need to process them in a very healthy and mindful way in order to really gain insight and wisdom on how to navigate the current times. There are so many aspects of the personal development um, industry and self-help industry that I really love. And then there's like a little uh, subsection of the self-help personal development industry that I don't really like that much because it doesn't allow uh, the space that is required to process emotions authentically. It's just put on a happy face and pretend that everything's great. And I referenced that in my last episode where I spoke about toxic positivity and where we really need the opportunity to uh, process our emotions. And as I say in the title of this episode, 
alchemize them. So what does that mean? All right, I want to run you through a very personal example. As you guys know, I I always speak from personal experience because I feel like that makes it a more authentic experience. You know that I've uh, tried and tested these theories myself, and this is only from my perspective. This may not work in the same way for you, but I just want to give you a, a for instance, just in case it's helpful. So this week for me was particularly difficult (laughs) uh, to frame it nicely. Um, The week, actually, I'll take it back to last Sunday. I got a a call from my son to say that he had uh, parked where he shouldn't have in Las Vegas and he got his car towed. And um, that required emergency financial assistance because it was a large chunk of money that he didn't have access to. So he called his dad in Australia. And this is something that hadn't happened before. Um, I don't think Thomas has ever reached out to his dad like that before. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because it's actually a really good thing. Um, but it it stopped me in my tracks. Like, okay, why didn't he call me? <laughs> so I had these feelings, these funky feelings that I had to process. And I just made peace with them. Was it jealousy? I kind of tuned in and went, no, it's not jealousy. Is it uh, fear? Because you don't really want him to have a really close connection with his dad. And that's not true either. I, I want the best for my children, for them to have the best possible relationship they can with their biological father. And just a bit of um, a backstory here for those are new listeners. I was married for 10 years in a very difficult dynamic Um Yeah, that is probably a story for another day. But my ex-husband and I have never shared custody. So the relationship has always been a little interesting. And I'm sure he wouldn't mind me telling this story either. So I had these emotions coming up of, okay, well, if my kid really needs me and he's not going to call me, then how does that make me feel? But he doesn't have that power. I have that power to guide my energy and guide my emotions. So I sat with it and I thought, you know what? The best thing to do is to show up with a sense of appreciation. And so I sent my ex-husband, I refer to him as Max when I write about him. And so I sent Max an email saying, hey, thank you so much for helping out Thomas in his time of need. Uh, This is, you know, he usually reaches out to me. I'm not sure why he didn't, uh, but thank you so much for saving the day. And then he called me and we had a really, my ex-husband called me and we had a really powerful and transformative hour long conversation about how we have learned so much in the 11 years since we parted ways um, and how we've changed as people, how we have coped with our emotions, how we've processed shame and violence and Um, anger within our own hearts and we've made peace with it and so this was a mutual understanding that perhaps the healing that we were doing together was having an impact on our now adult son and so there was a beauty when I stopped to pause rather than to react because I did have the choice I could have uh, I could have blamed Thomas I'm like what do you want to talk to your dad for he's never done anything for you that would be damaging. That wouldn't be empowering for my kid at all. It definitely wouldn't be empowering for me. Um, I could have shown up with jealousy and sent Max an email saying, hey, what do you think? You know, you've never been here. Why are you here now? 
you know, that's accusational and, and not helpful. So what I, the, the path that I took was to alchemize the emotion by doing something about it, turning it into gratitude. It didn't need to be resolved. I didn't need to make my feelings known or heard. I needed to process them in real time. And it turned out to be a stepping stone to a much greater piece of awareness. So <laughs> I really hope that, um, that personal story is helpful to you. And then, so that was Sunday. And then on Monday morning, and again, I'm pretty sure that my sister wouldn't mind me telling this story because I have this inner filter that I've developed over the past few years where I make sure that I check in and see whether they would be okay if I share these personal stories because they're not my stories to tell. So I'm not going to dive into huge details. Just uh, just know that there is a lot of red tape and blurry areas around this next story. So I got a, a Facebook message from my dad telling me that my sister had been arrested. Yeah, <laughs> my sister had been arrested. Now she has been struggling with a an ongoing court battle uh, and filing some paperwork and there were some warrants out for her arrest. And she also struggles with mental illness because she had a car accident many, many years ago that um, she sustained some brain injuries. Uh, and there's a lot more to the story, but it's not really my story to tell. Needless to say, it is really difficult to be on the other side of the world when any member of your family is either in the hospital, has been arrested, or there is literally nothing that you can do or ways of getting information. And so my first thought was, oh, okay, um, <laughs> how do I process this emotionally? How do I alchemize this emotion? Because this is a big emotion. When you feel that uncertainty of, I don't know how I can help right now, or I don't know how I can control a situation, or I don't know how to make this okay. Especially me as a recovering people pleaser, you know, my parents, they're probably like, oh my gosh, my kid's in, you know, been arrested again, which is a long story for another day. Um, and you know, how do you make peace with that? Especially since I've got work to do. I work 40 plus, actually I don't work 40 plus hours a week anymore. I used to, I work about, I think 20 to 30 hours a week. And I still take care of my kids and do all my own housework and cooking and cleaning and all that kind of thing. So when something emotional like this comes along to throw that spanner in the works, it's very hard to shuffle it to the side and pretend like nothing's happened. And on Mondays, especially, I have a lot of my team meetings that are stacked. So I have to be on the ball to have a meeting with the copywriter or a meeting with our CFO, our chief financial officer to talk about the things within the business. And I was making pancakes on that Monday morning and I was on my knees with my head up against the kitchen cabinets, crying my eyes out because I just didn't know how to feel. I was just letting it out. And yet I had to stay present within that. And Sean's like, you can stop making the pancakes. And I'm like, but the pancakes are helping me process my emotions. And so I let it go. I let it go. I let the drama go. I let the, the, um, the, the energy of needing to know all of the details and how to make it better, go. I just let it go. I let it go. I grounded myself in nature. I took my shoes off. I stood on the dirt outside for a while and I just remembered to breathe because this is so often a very simple thing that we forget to do when we need to alchemize our emotions. We forget to turn our, our energy over to nature, over to God, over to that higher power to go, I feel powerless in this moment. Help me stay 
grounded. And as an intuitive person, just like you are, we need to cultivate a very strong connection to nature, to the earth. So for the last week, I've been spending 20 minutes a day with my bare feet on the ground, either on the grass or on the sand at the beach. And you don't need to be living you know, with a garden or a uh, beach close by, you can do it just on a little, little nature strip or, you know, you just have to forget about the dog pee or whatever and trust that the energy of the ground will serve you in the way that it needs to. Another great thing to do is to look up at the stars and remember that we are part of a much bigger picture. For those of you that have read my book, Dear Universe, you know that the beginning chapter starts with me pleading with the universe, sitting on the back step of my backyard, pleading with the universe to take the loneliness away because I was married for 10 years and I felt very isolated and alone. And because my ex-husband and I just weren't on the same page, there was no way in the world that that was going to work out at that time in our lives because we both needed to do so much inner healing work. We were operating from a paradigm of pain. We were reacting to one another. So when I handed that energy and that moment of loneliness over to the universe, the universe started to conspire to change and rearrange all of the things in my life so that it would fall away. And there was like a giant shit show. Let me put it that way. Um, a story for another day, of course. But it was it was such a gift to be able to pause and to ask the universe for what I needed, especially when it comes to alchemizing those emotions, processing them, not pushing it under the rug and going, okay, things aren't working right now and that's okay. Sometimes you just have to make peace with what is. And I believe that's an incredible book by Byron Katie, um, Loving What Is. That's the title of the book. So definitely look that one up. So getting back to the story of my sister, 24 hours passed and my dad was calling the um, processing center. Uh, they had her in custody and she was released on bail. And there weren't many more details other than that. But she's she's fine. It was like a, a clerical thing. Um, when you are a person like my sister that suffers from um, having the brain injury, you don't process logic in the same way, especially when you've experienced as much trauma as she has. And so it can get very confusing. And there's not that many people out there that can advocate for her. So you someone like that ends up getting into these very difficult situations that can be very, very traumatic to relive those things that untangle that red tape, if that makes sense. So needless to say, I had a message with my sister. She's fine now. She feels like this is going to help her to get into that next phase of her life. And and I, I wish her well. But the, the yo-yo of emotions that you experience when somebody in your family has ongoing um, things going on, uh, you realize that it's none of your business, that it's their own path, their own journey, and that they're co-conspiring with the universe to live out their own sacred contracts. Uh, so that was Monday. And then I can't even remember what happened with Tuesday, but Wednesday was a good day. <laughs> Wednesday was good. And I just, I had so many fluctuating emotions this week, um, especially because I've been getting a lot of distressed messages from people on social media saying, hey, Sarah, what do I do? Can you record a podcast about this? And that's exactly what this is about, how to stop your emotions in your tracks, in their tracks, and make a choice to change your perspective, breathe, 
let it go, get curious about how you can even show appreciation for whatever's showing up. If you are a hot mess and you cannot stop crying and you are in the fetal position on your bathroom floor and your head's on the base of the toilet, that's okay. Just remember to show up with compassion and to trust that the storms roll through. They never stay forever. Just remember that there are glimpses of happiness, glimpses of peace, glimpses of stability. So the more you can tune into that, the more that will be able to serve you for the greatest good. And then I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday that our daughter Olivia told us that our dog Cookie had two lumps on her eyes because in the Hamptons there are ticks and um, the gardeners had sprayed for the ticks but you know Cookie had obviously been bitten out in the shrubs or something like that and I had lapsed their tick medicine which is now up to date but that was a little bit scary because I haven't seen anything like that since we lived in Australia and um So I I sent my mom a message saying, oh my gosh, Cookie had a tick. And my mom sent me a message back saying, thank you for the manifestation bracelets that I sent her from my new collection. It helped her with her own emotions as well to stay grounded. I sent her a couple of amethyst bracelets and she said whenever she wears them, she feels like this good juju because she feels very grounded and centered. So this week, that was amongst all of the, the highs and the lows, I launched the Sarah Prout jewelry collection over on Etsy. Um, when I started the bracelet collection, I think it was back in July, we sold out so quickly. So if you want to check out some of the pieces that are still left, go to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Sarah Prout jewelry. And I have a few different pieces. There's rose quartz, smoky quartz, amethyst, opalite, aventurine for abundance, and one more. And I can't remember. I think it's carnelian. Yeah, carnelian's the orange one, but they each hold a very powerful frequency. And I've really loved putting this collection together. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, to be able to add necklaces to the collection very soon. So please go and check it out. I will put the link in the show notes for this episode. So thank you so much for being here with me today. I have really enjoyed this space to just flow out a stream of consciousness that hopefully will be helpful for you to alchemize your emotions during these uncertain times. And just remember this season, this very difficult season will pass. And what we need to do is keep holding the vision, keep holding the intention that 2021 will be an incredibly abundant, vibrant, happy year of wellness. All right. Lots of love. Bye for now.